0: Welcome to Insights, the podcast from Haley Marketing built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. Whether we're talking about marketing trends or what's working right now for staffing and recruiting firms across North America, we're here to share our insights on how you can stand out, stay top of mind, and sell more. Let's get to the show. What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are you feeling
1: this week, buddy? We're good, Brad. How are you? I am fantastic, Matt.
0: I love a year-end episode of Insights. If you know me and you do, I love a year-end episode of Insights. I'm fired up to talk to you today. How are you though, more importantly? How's everything in your world?
1: We're great. It's end of the year, wrapping things up, exciting plans for for 2022. And if you're a fan of The Simpsons, at least we're not doing a clip show today. We're not. We
0: are not. We've done a clip show for the past couple of years uh, where we just kind of break down our favorite takes from from the year and decided to, to mix things up this year for insights, try things just a little bit different. So Matt, what do you say, man, for one last time in 2021, let's get to the show. Let's go. Matt, when we think back on 2021, let's talk about what we've learned. It's been a long year. I'm not talking about COVID-19. I'm not talking about the coronavirus. We're not talking about what we learned outside of recruitment marketing and digital marketing. So Matt, I'm going to put it to you first. When you think about a year of insights, 25 episodes coming up to this one this year. We did do every other week. So if you're a new listener, I'm going to encourage you to go back in and listen to some
1: of those older episodes. Matt, when you look back on 2021, what'd you learn? There's there's a lot there, Brad. You gave me an open-ended mic on 52 weeks of ish weeks of my takeaways, my insights, if you will. I think I'm gonna go back to something really simple. I could say probably about 37 different things here. Pay rates had a huge impact. I know it's very probably something we didn't learn in 2021, but when you're advertising jobs, people aren't even looking at jobs if they're not a certain pay rate right now. It's kind of crazy about how I can go to Tim Hortons. If you're not from Western New York, Canada area, that's like a popular coffee shop. And you're making $17 an hour just walking in the door. So my takeaway here is it's always been this way, but you're not just competing for candidates who want to work in staffing. You're really, really competing for the candidates in that wage range. It's an interesting thought. You're not just
0: competing against other staffing firms. You're just competing in your local market against everybody else who's hiring in your wage range. I like that. Tough to say. I'll be honest with you. But Matt, it's a good take. You know, you think about, I think Tim Hortons, you said was hiring at 17 or 18. Mighty Taco, I think, is like 21. Um, Like people can make a
1: decent buck working in fast food in Buffalo, New York. And on my LinkedIn Live webinar this week, you could see the data. Like if it's a warehouse job, I think there was one in Northeast Ohio, people weren't even clicking on $15 an hour. It was $17 an hour minimum. For people just to get clicks, let alone applies. So it's a pretty popular number across the country. And I just think with how crazy the year has been, when you look at it from an economic standpoint, January, February were pretty good. Middle of March came with a stimulus package that really slowed things down in the candidate market. Until probably about recently. November's been a lot better. And I think December's been pretty good too, if you squint hard enough. That's that's been one of my takeaways when I put my job advertising hat on.
0: It's interesting. You know, we talk a lot about recruitment marketing, we talk about digital marketing, we talk about how to drive applications, drive job orders. But Matt, we don't talk a whole lot about just, hey, you gotta pay people better and you gotta pay people more. But the data shows that increasing wage increasing that starting salary gets you better talent gets you more talent that's a big factor in getting the right people to apply for your jobs you weren't expecting me to say that were you i wasn't i could tell but i like it and i like it a lot and you know we we sit here often matt you and i we brainstorm quite a bit and, you know, there's times where we'll be around a round table. You, myself, will bring some other team members in, whatever it might be. The collective team at Haley's now almost, what, 70 people. So you can pull in anybody at any time. And we try to think through marketing strategy. We try to think through recruitment marketing strategy. We try to think, hey, what are we missing here? Right? We need to get more applications. This client is struggling. We need more applications in, in Buffalo, New York.
1: Is it as simple as just paying more, though? Like That's kind of what you're getting at. Product never lies. There's two sayings that are in the back of my head lately. It's product never lies. And I think Mark Cuban really said supply and demand always wins. Sure. So at the end of the day, you have the best marketing in the world. If you have a bad product, it doesn't matter. So what do you do? Right. So we talk about
0: recruitment marketing, we talk about digital marketing a lot. For our listeners now who are thinking, okay, in January, I have to have a real difficult conversation with some clients then because you know applications are a little low we're doing the right things at the right time, but we're still not getting that application flow that we're looking for. Maybe we do just need 50 cents more an hour. Maybe we need two,
1: $3 more an hour. How do you even start that conversation? Let's look at it from two ways. I'll take the straight job advertising side and I'll give back over to you to talk that digital content social side. Sure. Social side. Talk about the tongue twisters here to end 2021. Moving forward, the job advertising side, it starts with the job title what somebody's searching for. I've talked about it on some of my content before, but a transportation client in California saw 15, 20% decrease in application costs, 40, 50% increase in applications by just changing job titles from class A driver to class A truck driver. So do some research to see what people are searching for. We've talked about pay rate, and then your job description is important, that beginning part, but I'd also say, Job title, pay rate, easy application process. And that's how we're setting ourselves up for success in a straight job advertising world. We just can't take the easy way out, right? We can't
0: just use the same job description, the same title, the same everything, job after job after job. We got to be unique. We have to try to sell every single job that we have as if it is a best-selling book. You know, there are reasons why books stay on the shelf at Barnes and Noble. If they're not exciting, if they're not exhilarating if you see a book cover and it just looks boring it doesn't matter what words are in it and i hate to say that you can't judge a book by its cover but we as humans do that every single day and job seekers
1: are doing that with your jobs and the reason i think my biggest takeaway was pay rates and really focusing on job advertising is the candidate shortage isn't going away it's it's slowly improving the last couple of months if you listen to tom kosnick from the Vices group friend of show He's also talked about, it's going to be the next couple of years. This is probably a challenge because it feels like a huge disruption. If you get into the great resignation and the and more of the direct hire full-time world and the, the pay rates and and all of the jobs, it's, it's a huge challenge because the labor force participation rates lower. Retirements, for whatever reason, people just left the workforce and haven't come back yet. So you're trying to fill more jobs with fewer people. And that's where the job advertising side is tough. And now- you know, I'm sure you have some really ideas, good ideas, Brad, on how to stand out on that content side, the digital side, the social side.
0: You have to sell it, Matt. And, and I know I already used the book analogy. You, you can't judge a book by its cover. That's what we're doing on social media. That's what we're doing with content. That's what we're doing with email. You need to get somebody's attention. You need to win the battle for attention before you win them over with your ask. Let me say that again. You have to win the battle for their attention before you can win the battle for their ask. If you think through social media and how noisy it is, you're driving down the highway at 100 miles an hour, somebody sees your post, you have to win their attention before you actually get them to click over and take action. So when we're thinking about getting candidates, we're driving applications, we're driving job orders in 2022, we need to captivate attention and we need to spark attention and win that battle first before we can actually even ask somebody to apply for a job or ask somebody
1: to reach out about our services. Ask somebody for their seven seconds of attention. Sure. We need, we've talked about this before, you need thumb stopping imagery because that's going to stand out when we're aimlessly scrolling on our phones here during the holidays, when we're sick of our family or just need a break or whenever in 2022. You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. Oh, Christmas tree photo, Christmas tree photo, Christmas tree. Oh, something popped out a little bit different. So then before, as Brad said, you have to grab their attention. If it's a really good photo, then the copy completes that. And hopefully you have an easy conversion process to land a conversion.
0: And that's what I learned in 2021, Matt. It is and always will be about the candidate experience. You just mentioned the the conversion process. You talked about getting someone from point A to point B actually converting. It is and always will be about the candidate experience. If you're offering higher compensation than your competitor, but I can't apply to your job on your job board, it doesn't matter. If it takes me 45 minutes to apply for a job, you're asking for my social security number, you're asking me for all this critical information, and I can't even do that on a mobile device, I'm going somewhere else, even if it will make me another 40 bucks a week. It is and always will be about the candidate
1: experience. And I'm learning that more and more every single day. I'll steal this from Tim Sackett, who's a HR speaker, non-staffing, more HR. The candidate experience is free. It may be a process change here or there, some internal meeting time, but it probably doesn't cost more money to provide a really good candidate experience.
0: It doesn't, but you do need to think through process. You need to think through what it is that somebody is going through when they apply to your job, then what? What are the follow-up steps? What's happening internally? What's happening as you go back to that candidate? How many times are you interviewing them? How many times are you asking them questions? Matt, you can have the best social strategy in the world. You can have a team of creatives. You can have a team of copywriters. You can have a team of paid specialists. You can have Haley Marketing. But if your candidate experience is lacking in the sense of, I, Brad Biley, the candidate, cannot even apply to the job, none of that matters. We need to make sure that we are reducing friction every step of the way. Amazon ruined it for us, but they also made it better. We need to make sure that it's easy to apply. We need to make sure that the candidate has a great experience
1: that they want to work with us. And it goes after the applies. We were talking to a prospect um, in the recruitment marketing space and their metrics were amazing. But they were talking about how they number of applies they need to get to interviews. They, to get to their 21 hires a week, they need 80 interviews. Of the 80 interviews, Brad, 60 people show up. of their interviews do not show. That's where candidate experience could help maybe improve that metric.
0: And and it is a candidate market, right? Candidates have an upper hand. Let's say that 25% of people are already employed and they decide "Eh, this isn't for me or I don't want to, or "Eh, I didn't wake up at 8.30 in the morning to go to the interview. It is what it is. I didn't get there on lunch. So yeah, whatever. But- You're right. We need to win the candidate experience. How can we make that easier? Can we do video interviews instead? Can we do a phone screen instead? Can we say, hey, listen, we have open office hours from one to four. Hop on when you want. And I know that that changes things and that probably scares you as you're listening. But we need to think through what we might be able to tweak to make the candidate experience
1: just a little bit better in 2022. I think that was our takeaway. We're throwing a lot of darts at the dartboard here, but really... We learned a lot. Been a long year. Really focused on the candidate experience, and make it easier for candidates to not only find jobs, apply for jobs, but interview for jobs. And then day one, we're not even good in onboarding and all that. That's not our huge area of expertise here. But that that seems to be the big takeaway. The most human company wins, right,
0: Matt? I've talked about Mark Schaefer a hundred times on Insights. It's all coming back full circle. We've talked about it this week in different areas and different aspects. We are in an industry of putting great people to work in great opportunities. And the more that we can have that human touch point, that human interaction, the more that we can have a great, incredible candidate experience, the better it's going to be for everyone involved. Matt, we've reflected. We've looked back on 2021. We went back to January 1st. Let's go forward thinking now. When you think about 2022, what are you most excited
1: about? Automation stands out a lot. It's. I know I live in the job advertising space of programmatic software, but automation helps there. And the automation, I'm not even going to go to the AI because we don't even still know what artificial intelligence is as we get to 22, but from the automation sense, using automation in the right way. We don't just implement it to implement it. We implement automation to make our jobs easier, better. It's from a job advertising standpoint, from a candidate automation standpoint. I mean, there must be something there. Because since a candidate engagement platform just raised $50 million and has a $500 million evaluation, obviously that's going to go outside of staffing because I don't think there's $500 million of candidate engagement business in the staffing industry, but it shows you automation is disrupting the industry and trying to find that balance between automation and the human side is a delicate balance, but a necessary one.
0: I'll echo that. You know, I'm excited about something else that I want to share as my own take, but I'll, I'll echo. I think automation is going to have an increasingly important role in 2022. It's not going anywhere, right? When we think about process, we think about the fact that we can't find individuals for our external jobs. We also know that in the staffing and recruiting space, there's high turnover. We need automation just to run effective businesses. We also need to get rid of some of those lower level tasks so that we can do more higher level tasks. And the more you're bogged down by the copy and pasting data entry type of roles and and jobs and tasks, the less time you have to have great conversations with candidates to understand if people are right for a job, to understand if people are right for a role or if a prospect is right for a role. So yes, we do need to think through automation. We need to think through what we can do to get things off of our plate so that we can take on other roles, other exciting opportunities. And that's where it starts. It starts with having a conversation with someone like Jeff Stotts from our team on marketing automation, how you can better leverage marketing automation for your marketing stack. And it starts with at least having the conversation saying, listen, here's what I'm doing. How can we be a little bit better? Matt, when I look at 2022, when I look at the upcoming year, there's a lot to be excited about. You know, Personally, professionally, there's a lot on the horizon. And from a marketing standpoint, from a digital marketing standpoint, I'm increasingly excited about the opportunity for staffing firms to do more. I've been here at Haley now for almost nine years. I feel like there's this shift of individuals not just looking for one tactic or one silver bullet, one marketing, just this is going to get everything done. I truly feel like the industry is just understanding that there's more to marketing than just one silver bullet trick and i'm super excited about the fact that we can consult with as many individuals as we do and say listen you're doing x what if you also did a b c and d right or you're doing y what if we added in layers of a b c and d and actually having this comprehensive just strategy
1: to own a local market i was wondering where you were going with that with staffing agencies doing more but when you when you brought the point home it made a lot of sense to me i think you set it up perfectly and you were like there is no silver bullet. There never is in marketing. I mean, it takes a lot from getting you know the branding. It, why is there four pillars of recruitment marketing? Because that's what it takes. It takes career sites. It takes job advertising. It takes social recruiting. It takes employer branding and also different capacities. And it's really cool when all that comes together and works because look at brands outside the industry you know, there's huge corporate brand, you know, the huge, the big brands have to do different marketing than some even small to mid-sized brands, but they don't just show up and get business. They have to do local advertising, online advertising. Their website has to be really good. Video has to be awesome. If they're podcasting or wherever, you know, different tactics for different industries. That's what's really cool. And I think what's getting
0: you excited. The companies that it looks like they don't have to do marketing is because they did so much marketing years in the past that now they have this brand awareness and brand affinity where they're just household names, right? You think about getting a Kleenex instead it's of a tissue, right? Like you have a name brand affinity with that product. We can do that in staffing. You can be a local leader in staffing and recruiting if that brand is strong enough, if we're doing the right things. The reason, I, I kind of want to reiterate that, the reason that global brands... Monster sized brands have what looks like easy marketing is because they've put in the work years after years, day after day, year after year, maybe even decade after decade, to get to a point where it looks easy. You know, no one sees the practice reps, Matt. And, and it's super interesting to bring it back to sports, right? No one sees the hours in the gym. No one sees the 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 hours spent studying playbooks. No one looks at what you're doing off the field, but they know if you miss a kick in the fourth quarter. Right. Marketing, business, growth and development is really the exact same. No one sees that back of the napkin when you're flying on a plane idea that you have that turns into, you know, a multi-million dollar idea. When it comes to what we're looking at for 2022, I think we're we're getting to this
1: point though where staffing firms are realizing there's so much more that they can do. And I'm super fired up about it. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes. You know, we're two sports fans, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest ever you know, they're in the the elite of the elite, put in the time and work. It's Wayne Gretzky grew up on the pond in his backyard. It's LeBron puts in so many hours of time. Michael Jordan put in, I mean, Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team and I'm sure that drove him for the rest of his life. And the groundwork behind the scenes that, that hockey stick curve that you want, that every business wants, it takes a lot of time in that first 18% or whatever the, the point of inflection is. But once it hockey sticks up, then you're, hopefully ready to grow and and take advantage of it. So the no magic bullet is, I I like that you are excited. The industry is really starting to understand the challenge of marketing.
0: Yeah. You know, there's, there's one more area that I'm excited for too, that I I think I'd be upset if I don't share. It's the, it's, it's going back to, and, and I'm laughing because I've said this dozens of episodes in a row, the candidate database. In leveraging and using the database that you have spent years building, we as an industry have a funny way of just looking for more resumes. We need more applications. We need more people to apply. More, 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 more. Instead of just going back to the database of 10,000 individuals of which 5,000 are vetted, of which 1,000 or 2,000 have already gone out on assignment that we could just redeploy, we always want more people. Let's own the database we have and close all of the open job orders that are sitting on your desk right now by simply putting great people back to work. How many job orders do you have right now, right now on your desk that could be filled just by simply going back and redeploying somebody who was on assignment with you six months ago? Think through all the business that you can close by not even looking at another resume or another application just by simply going back to that database and saying, you know what? Brad was great in that role back in June. Maybe he wants to work for us again in January. I would encourage you and I would challenge you to continue to leverage and continue to utilize that candidate database. Matt, anything else? 2022, anything else on your horizon that as you look back on this episode in December of 2022,
1: you say, hey, that's what I was excited about and here we are. It changes so quickly, Brad. It's really hard To predict, you know, we can't, I mean we could go down our personalized, which that's another topic for another day. We'll we'll share that over a beer. Yeah. And but professionally, no, I think embracing marketing takes a lot. I think finding the right ways to implement automation and data too, data and automation kind of go together in my world can help you get through these these challenges.
0: Matt, I want to talk about a goal I set for 2022. I don't even know if I told you this number yet, but We're talking about, and you and I put together quite a bit of content for Haley Marketing, whether it's insights, whether it's written content, the webinars that we present, the speaking engagements that we might have in person or virtually. Um, You host LinkedIn Live. We're talking about some other video opportunities that we might have across the board at Haley. In 2022, I want to reach 35,000 people in the industry. That's my goal. Smart goal. 35,000. So if you think through, insights listeners, you think through the content that I'm going to create next year, because I didn't write anything in 2021, just wasn't, and I'm okay with that. Hand up. I didn't feel like writing this year and, and I put out more audio content, more video content. That's okay, right? We, we've talked about that on Insights before, but articles that I want to write, presentations and speaking engagements that I want to deliver, I want to reach and I will reach. I'm going to change the, change the phrasing of that. 35,000 people next year.
1: And Matt, go ahead, bud. No, I'm, I'm good. You have all these different ways to measure it, webinars, et cetera. So I think having the- med- All trackable. Yeah, all trackable. I think you know, making sure you have the right way to, right way to measure people on, on podcasts, webinars, blogs, et cetera, will, will help you realize how you're progressing to achieving that goal. And, and here's where I'm at,
0: right? So I've been at Haley now for nine years. The industry has been great to me. I've met some incredible people of which you know we have countless listeners that have reached out and have, have given us positive testimonials, great feedback. I've met people at conferences that have come up and said, hey, I appreciate you and Matt and, and the things that you post on Insights and share on Insights. I want to give back. I feel like there's a lot that I could do for the industry. And I feel like I'm in a seat where I can do that. And when we think through content, we think through helping individuals. My goal is to reach 35,000 people next year with the content that I produce in hopes that we just continue to elevate the industry and we all just get a little better every single day. So Matt, I think this is a good time to wrap it up and set expectations for Insights for 2022 for our listeners for 2022. And Matt, I'm going to speak for you. You're going to get the same show you got last year. And yes, we might change segments. We might change structure. We might change format. We're going to bring on guests. We're going to bring on team members from Team Haley. But you can count on Matt and I putting out one episode of Insights every other week. That's our commitment to you. We've done that for the last two years. We're going to continue to do it into 2022. Matt has his own content pillars as well. So you'll hear from him shortly. Follow him on LinkedIn to learn what he's doing with his Matt Minute, his LinkedIn Live rather. He used to be branded the Matt Minute, right? Now we're just LinkedIn Live. Matt will be staying consistent with that as we work through the, the proper cadence and figure out exactly what that might look like for 2022. But from an insight standpoint... You can expect one episode of Insights every other week on your preferred podcast player by subscribing to the Secrets of Staffing Success podcast here at Haley Marketing. As we look at the show for 2022, if you have any questions, you want to see us cover a topic, heck, you want to come on and share a question yourself, we can patch you in through Zoom. We'd love to have you on as well. If you've tried some of the tactics from Insights, you have success stories, you've tried things and they just haven't worked for you. We'd love to know that as well. You can always reach out to myself. That's Brad Biley on LinkedIn. You can reach out to Matt on LinkedIn. Let us know what you're thinking. But again, to set the expectation, to set the number for us, Matt and I are numbers guys, like having that North Star to chase, 26 episodes coming to you next year of Insights. Matt, I want to thank you for sticking with me for another year of Insights, buddy. It's been a great run excited for the new year excited for where we continue to take the podcast here at Haley marketing but buddy can't thank you enough man I know there's uh, some shows where you you patch in all the topics yourself you think through all that and you know there might be shows where I'm just not feeling it but it's been a heck of a team effort man and I appreciate you uh, coming on consistently and, and making sure that we stay true to the goals that we've set stay true to the show and continue to educate the industry as best as we can
1: yeah end of the year is a natural way to, to look at this kind of stuff you know Looking and we did you know, met a lot of our goals here in 2021. Brad's a lot of the passion and energy behind this. So that's, I'm very thankful and appreciative of that as well. And he keeps bringing me back every other week to share at least some of my insights. But we're excited for what 2022 brings and really excited about Show 100 that's coming up in 2022. And we got a few months to plan that, but hope we, we are going to get me. We should probably do something cool. We should. What, you're going to get me a gift? No. Okay, great. great. Everyone, excellent.
0: Hundred episodes, and Matt's not going to get his co host a gift. You know what? I was going to get you something, but now I'm going to return it. I'll get myself a golf club. There you go. Thank you. Hey, that's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. Make sure you let them know Insights sent you. And of course, If you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, the team at Haley Marketing would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. My podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. Happy holidays. See you next time.